Warning, the following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now, please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast ever to conquer cyberspace. This is Amish Baby Machine. You know, Johnny Rage, you would be perfect for a movie role. I always thought so. A big cinnamon roll. I can just see before a movie, just eat a big giant cinnamon roll. Hello, friends, and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the Amish Baby Machine Podcast, starring Dags and Johnny Rage. The Amish Baby Machine Podcast is a powerful American pop culture podcast. Welcome, flock of Amish. Welcome, new listeners. I've been looking at the stats. What is that short for? Statisticians or... Static electricity. I've been looking at the stats, the numbers. It's going through the roof. Yeah. Raise raise the barn roof. Why won't it, bro? It's all has to do because of Johnny Rage. Welcome, Johnny Rage. Good morning. I was on my way over here to the barn. Has this ever happened to you? When you're driving and all of a sudden you just kind of wake? Do you know what I mean by that expression? What what do you mean? Well you're, it's you're it's, woke? No, you're kind of awoke. I mean, not not that you're literally sleeping at the wheel, but you're driving someplace. And then all of us, you might be, I don't know what you're doing. It could have been listening to music, could have been just processing information of what's happened to you over the last couple of days. But you kind of awake to the fact like, oh, whoa, I'm driving here. How did I get this far? Do, do you know what I'm talking about? I do. Yeah. You get that road hypnosis. Exactly. You're just zoning out. I mean, you talk about texting, distracting somebody. How do we get that far is is it just an innate ability of ours we've been driving so long we we're just on autopilot but i'm amazed it happened on my way over here i was thinking like whoa i'm all the way over here by the amish barn how did i get this far without even really paying attention do you ever wonder like maybe you ran people over animals yeah i'm hitchhikers yeah i was looking in the rearview mirror and nothing seemed to be no red lights or anything like that but i'm like wow how did I get to this point? Did you ever hitch? Were you a hitchhiker? Never. Would you pick up hitchhikers? Today or back in the good old days? Let's go back because this is a powerful retro. Retro, retro because we're really old. It's cool to say retro when you're old. Yeah. Just don't say old. Well, I mean, that goes back. Is uh, when, you see, when you hear in the news that a hitchhiker, for instance, uh, took somebody by by the by by gun and took his car threw him in the ditch or something like that we have so much information was that stuff happening years ago would you we just hear about it more carjacking yeah carjacking thank you no it's funny you said that because i go i think back to the powerful retro podcast that we are the killer bees do you remember when the killer bees were coming oh yeah they were oh they're crossing the rio grande river (laughs) the killer bees are coming Uh, we're all scared shitless Uh, it's I remember that for uh, carjacking in Detroit. Years ago, I remember reading about there's this thing called carjacking where people will actually go up to your car and yank you out of the car. I'm like, oh, my God. And then, then, it, then it came to fruition as everywhere. Mm-hmm. Then home invasion. Like, what the hell is a home invasion? Mm-hmm. Instead, it used to be like a cat burglar where they'd sneak around and do things at night. Right. Now they just barge in with guns and do a home invasion. Right. I mean, <laughs> I'm not laughing because of a home invasion, but when you said a cat burglar, what is a cat? I, when, I've, they have, I've, the, they have the cool, you know, the slinky full body lycra black well, suit. Well, how about yeah, a Christmas story? Whenever I think of a yes, cat burglar, yes. <laughs> the guy's climbing over the shimming and then he goes out there and uh with his uh, red rider bb gun and he saves the day in the but... bag the bag over his back and he kind of tiptoes yes yes yeah now it's just pure violence oh i know or is it that's my point it is it is it but is... haven't we had this violence all along it's just now that we have so much information we hear about it as it's happening for almost was this happening in the 40s 30s 20s well they had i mean you, you go back to you know the crime and after the great depression you know the prohibition yeah that going on obviously tommy guns in the street it wasn't everywhere chicago you know the big 
mm-hmm. like where we are in the Twin Cities, they had kind of a truce. Right. That with the police, they said, you come over here, you can hang out, party, but don't shoot anything up. Right. So then there was kind of a lull, and then you had the, we're, we're getting very heavy here, we are. We're we getting are. really deep. Well, I mean, I was just talking about how I woke well, up. Well, you have crack cocaine and the crime, but yeah. I don't know. I, I, there's a lot of shit going on. Yeah. That, that it's, it always seems like there's something happening. When, when we were younger, it was kind of marijuana, then time goes on, and it's cocaine, and then it was crack, and... And there's always some new. Now it's now, fentanyl. Fentanyl is opioids like opioids. Yeah, the fentanyl, the synthetic yeah. opioids that you have two grains and you absorb it through your fingers and you die. Or even they've got that uh, synthetic marijuana now that's taking these kids off. K two. Yeah, K two. And what happens with this stuff is they actually they ban it, but they can't. So then what happens is the guys that create this stuff just take something out of it and put something different. They in. just tweak the molecule. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But these kids smoke this stuff kids adults and uh in latest reports of course some of them are actually getting seriously ill or even dying over this k2 stuff but i don't know how we got to this point i know what a what a bummer we're really bringing the flock of amish down welcome flock of amish we miss you last week johnny rage had a little uh pipes are plugged up or what happened or yeah it was just a typical homeowner type scenario yeah scenario or scenario scenario so we're back you know what's weird about you're talking about bad times and good times, bad times. Good times, anytime. Esther Roll, that was a beautiful woman, oh, wasn't she? Really? Damn, <laughs> damn, damn. <laughs> you know that John Amos was like 20 years younger than her. Did you know that on the episode? Oh, he didn't I mean, on, on, on the show? Oh, no, really? if you look back, because you're looking back through the lens of being young. But he was actually way younger than her. JJ, you get your poor little body over here. Oh, my God. <laughs> that man was a disciplinarian, man. He was... Uh, he was oh. a powerful father father figure. He sure was. You know, we're like father figures. I think I a lot of... be your father Yeah, figure. put your tiny hand in mine. I will be your father. Why are we father figures? Why is that? Because we're the voice of reason. We're very powerful. Well, I thought it was because you have a figure like an old father. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm looking at that. Uh, good God, if we, ever, if we ever get cast overboard, that that, that tire you got going there is going to keep us afloat. But we're, you know, a lot of people tune in. We're like a father figure, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, now, you know, our uh, toxic masculinity that we possess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's powerful. And, and people look to that. Yeah, because it's a powerful broadcast podcast the most powerful podcast ever created that's correct you know you're talking about bad times mm-hmm. what's funny is when there's bad times horror movies are popular did you ever notice a correlation to that well i don't know if it was necessarily horror movies but they said back in the depression days movies were extremely popular because people wanted escapism yeah but if you look in the 70s the general malaise of the carter years horror movies okay and now with all the turbulence, and we're going to get nuked by uh, Kim Richards or that, you know, the dude over in uh, North Korea. Correct. Kim Richards. You know what one of her finest roles was? What? Hello, Larry. What a great TV show. Hello, Larry. Gosh. Starring McLean Stevenson. Oh, McLean Stevenson. Oh, my God. Brilliant what a, what a, mash. Does anyone remember Hello, Larry? It was great. It was, I don't know if it was technically, but it was a spinoff of different strokes. I'm trying to think myself while you're... Hello, I remember it in name only. I don't remember what it was about, though. But it's great to be Larry. I always wanted to have a friend named Larry. I mean, there was, on Three's Company, his best friend was Larry. Well, wasn't the, the repairman on one of those other shows, he was Larry also? On uh, the one with um, the mom, was a single mom. She had two daughters. One moved on. One day at a time. One day at a time. Compliments oh. of Passport. I can't remember a thing. That's just terrible. Terrible. Are you talking about Schneider? Yeah. And his tool oh, belt? Schneider. Why was I thinking Larry? I'm sorry. I don't know, but one of my favorite Larrys is Larry Tate. Oh, yeah. The boss of he's Darren. A, he's iconic. From yeah. Bewitched. Yeah, he was good. Larry Tate. Now, why did they change Darren and think we wouldn't know? <laughs> I mean, come on. Well, I mean, they did it in Three's Company, too, Mr. Roper. But that wasn't Mr. Roper. Yeah, right? they, it was Mr. Furley. But Mr. Furley, that's yeah. right. Yeah, I don't know. They I mean, they did stuff. it on Roseanne. The daughter, they changed the daughter on Roseanne. You know, speaking of which, Roseanne was supposed to be coming back. I think it still is. Okay, when? Are we going to talk about it for two? I want it back now. I don't want to wait much longer. I never, Did you like that program? No. I mean, I think I watched it just because it was on. Yeah. But it wasn't anything I tuned in it to It did see. very well in the ratings. You it know, did. Back then. 
I mean, it was your typical um, middle uh, income family. Lower, mi- lower middle income. More, in- lo- more income. Lower. I just said middle lower income. Regardless, it did very well, but it's coming back. And now we have talk about Rad. We have Will and Grace that's come back. Oh, lame. I've brought this up many times. I want bring Seinfeld back. I haven't had enough of Seinfeld. Well, I've been watching. It's funny you said that. I've been watching a lot of Curb Your Enthusiasm. I yes. fired that up. Tell us about it. Well, Curb Your Enthusiasm, you know, uh, George Costanza is basically uh, Larry David, loosely based on him. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of a schlep and everything. By the way, going he was on Saturday Night Live yesterday. Well, that's that's where I was going if you want to get into that. Yeah. But get yeah. Into, go ahead. No, go, go ahead. ahead. But So I've been watching no, you a lot. Go ahead. You go ahead. No, you go. You go. It's, it's like you're at a buffet. Everybody's happy. No, you go ahead. No, go go ahead. Go ahead. Everybody gets happy at buffets. You know, it's funny. You know, it's funny about, uh, oh, I wanted to go back to Roseanne, though. Yeah. The funny thing is, Amish Baby Machine is banned by Roseanne on Twitter. Is it really? At Amish B Machine. You're kidding. No, true story. Why would it be banned? Look it up. So I'm talking to uh, Gonzo Shitcock, is a powerful Twitter character. He's on the Howard Stern Show. Okay. And uh, he follows us on Twitter, at Amish B Machine. Because who doesn't? We're a powerful comedy, powerful pop culture podcast a lot of do you know who randy cross is oh absolutely from the 49ers yeah follows amish baby machine wow yes true story so anyway i'm talking to gonzo he's going at it with roseanne and i'm like i kind of chime in what's going on roseanne and well what what, what did you say to her well we were we were talking you know i don't remember exactly i'm sure talking and they're saying that in the the lead singer of the babies yeah Go ahead. Tell us what you're talking Powerful. about. Powerful. God, we got a lot, of, a, lot, a lot of references going on. We need cliff notes. We need like a guide. When you're listening to this show, especially when we're all whacked out on diet. No, coke. there's a great show on T. It's called, um, it's on channel, one of the local channels here, where two guys talk sports. But they actually have this blonde gal who actually put, keeps them to task. She'll say, okay, guys, that's enough. Now, next topic. And she brings up the topics. But she makes sure that they don't go off topic they stay on topic and then she gets them to the next we need that blonde gal here <laughs> you can tell you're from minnesota yeah the blonde gal there. the blonde gal yeah. down there with oh the yeah, yeah that, dish. oh that's cute there yeah. nice taters uh, we're up there in ely uh, catching walleye so <laughs> going back yes we are banned that's why you should follow us at amish b machine well if i go to a bank is amish baby machine banned on these premises too or no no powerful guns powerful guns always Okay. They're open carry our guns. Halloween was last week. I know you have a quiz for me. I don't want you to forget. We do. But Halloween was last week. Did you have a good Halloween? Or I mean, how do you celebrate Halloween? But I'll tell you one thing. I'm driving over here. I told you I fell asleep, kind of, and I woke. That's cool. You were in a trance. I was in a trance. But I'm, I mean, Halloween uh, decorations are really cool before Halloween. But then after, you're like, ugh. Get those. Get those. They look hideous you know that reminds me you know how they always get up the decorations early yeah i was at the mall where i work i work in the food court if you guys didn't already know that mm-hmm. but i'm at the mall and they already have the arbor day decorations up <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's up with that hello <laughs> uh now did you want to get into snl that you enjoyed uh you watched well, i just saw the cold opening yesterday of course alec baldwin um you know names i don't you know because compliments of aspartame i can't remember a thing but you saw the bit, correct? I did. The cold opening. It's Paul Manafort. Obviously, he's been indicted 12 accounts. So they're recapturing reca- that on Saturday Night Live yesterday with Alec Baldwin comes in as Trump to Manafort's. Manafort's under house arrest. So they have to go to his house. They want to talk about the situation. They end up in the shower. And that lady who plays Jeff Sessions. What's her name, Dags? <laughs> now you put me on the spot. I love it. I thought you were yeah. all powerful. You knew everything. I, I know, I know. Okay, I know. Anyway, uh, everybody knows what I'm talking about. Kate she McK- plays Hillary. Kate, Kate McKinnon. Okay, thank you. Yeah. But she does Jeff Sessions, and she does a real whacked out Sessions. It doesn't sound or look anything like Well, she's so petite, and her face is so tiny. But it's, that, it's, It makes her look like this weird... Like, well, she makes him like a little like golem or something, like a little troll. It, yeah, and it's just not... I mean, I... Uh, I mean, Alec Baldwin looks like Trump. Um, the guy who's playing Manafort looks kind of like Manafort. The guy who's in the shower, too, looks like Pence. They do a fairly good job with that as much as you can. But I never understood that 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 Sessions and the way she portrays him. It's um, something that I, I didn't think. I think it's getting old, some of the things that they're doing on SNL. I've had enough. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for him to move on. 
Um, they've had never had as good of ratings as I've enjoyed because of Donald Trump. But um, yeah, the cold opening in terms of uh, um, whether I liked it or not, I'd have to say that nay, didn't care for it much. We need to get rid of Alec Baldwin on the Trump. It's done. It's yeah. tired. Yeah. But he's, he's really good at other things. Like I, Charles Nelson Riley, or no, that was uh, yeah, that was him, right? Tony uh, Bennett. I love when he does Tony Bennett. Did you see uh, Price Is Right with Bernie Sanders? Yeah, Larry David played Bernie. Now here's the deal with Larry David. I like Larry David. I like the show Kirby Enthusiasm. But when he does Bernie Sanders, he's just doing his own voice. Yeah, I don't know. He does a. He somewhat looks like Bernie, and he kind of has his. His shtick down. I, I, he, he it's not, do. it's not terrible, but no, you know, duh, 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 duh. you got to do more of this, you know. Yeah, and you got to be hunched up and your shoulders up, and I don't give a damn about the emails. Thank you. God bless you. <laughs> Did you watch anything else in SNL? Uh, Harry S. Pumpkins. You enjoyed the animated special. Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm glad you reminded me of that with <laughs> Tom Hanks. Did you see it? <laughs> Yeah, did you see? Hey guys, did you ever see pumpkin? <laughs> did you ever see the original, the skit from SNL? It's an elevator where they're going up and down. It's like a haunted elevator. They I stop have. on his floor. I have, and it's based on uh on this Indian, East Indian um, YouTube video where this this little person is popping and locking and dancing to a song, and that's basically where they got the whole idea of it. You just reminded me though, you know, you can't talk too long about one thing because i'm already thinking about the next thing but when you're talking about elevators it reminded me of you always get the youtube videos of course have you ever seen the one we need the blonde gal we to, need the blonde to, gal to, to keep, keep us, us on, on track the one the tater tot dish gal um have you ever seen the one where they the uh undertakers bring the coffin into the elevator and then they exit the elevator and there's two ladies on there who they don't know and the coffin is in the upright position and the caretakers, or they lead you to believe that they're caretakers, they go off the elevator. The elevator's do- doors close. There's two ladies on there who are like, what the hell is this? And all of a sudden, they make the elevator kind of shake, and the lights go off. And then when the lights go on, uh, you know how a coffin has two sections to it? The upper half opens up, and the guy falls kind of halfway out of the coffin. Have you seen that on YouTube? No. Oh, it's hilarious. The problem with YouTube videos is prank videos. I think they're all fake, so I can't. What is it about you? I, I, you know, you say you ridicule me because I say I like Facebook. What do you mean, Facebook? You got to stretch your boundaries, man. Go to YouTube. Now I'm talking about YouTube. Oh, YouTube, it's all fake. What do you like, Dags? I don't like anything. You don't like I'm very ragey. You're I'm trying to ragey. enter your world of YouTube. I, I go there for you and absolutely give me this answer about, oh, they're not, they're not real. Of course it's not real. What do you mean it's not real? There's not a real dead person falling out of a casket. It's There's the, not? It's the comedy value that that has on YouTube. So Why don't you have comedy value? Uh, that's why I think I'm here at the Amish Baby Machine podcast. The most powerful podcast. Mouth. The most powerful podcast ever created, the Amish Baby Machine podcast. Go to iTunes, subscribe, click the subscribe button. Also, click the five-star review. Write a little review. You'll get power. When, when you write a review or click five stars... You unlock secrets to the universe. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Amish Baby Machine. Like we mentioned before, Twitter, at Amish B Machine. Go to Facebook, like our Facebook page. You're listening to the Amish Baby Machine podcast. You have a quiz I'm curious about. You want to start the quiz? Well, yeah. If it, if it holds my attention, I'll see here. What it, oh, what it doesn't it? hold your attention. This is a quiz, a powerful quiz, and I'm going to pull it up here. Okay. It you're, is, you're ill-prepared. I thought you had it there, so. It's right here, dumbass. Okay. Because I could talk about something else, No, too. I'm pulling it up. Why pull can't up. I pull it up? Pull it up. All right. I'm pulling it up. Oh, you wear reading <laughs> glasses? <laughs> these aren't. These are for, uh, I for show. I know that. Okay. And, you ready? Yes. And this wait. is a. That's Johnny Carson, by the way. And. Sylvester Stallone. Okay. Sly. Yo, Adrian. Sly, as as we call him in the business. In which movie did Stallone's character ask, "Why are you pushing me?" Oh, it's easy. First Blood. Okay. I didn't. So even have, I didn't. St- have, I didn't even have to give you the choices. This is a Stallone. Uh, yeah. Uh, is it all Stallone or what? Yeah. So number two is a visual picture. Okay. And I'm going to show you this, and this one is easy. 
Yeah, it's the same movie. Okay. First Blood. Yep. Yep. Okay. Which actress played Ingrid Knudsen, the girl Cobra protected? Sandra Bullock, Brigitte Nielsen, Terry Hatcher? I'd or... say Brigitte Nielsen. Okay, I don't even have the answers here. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so, okay. That's no different than when you were in high school and you took tests. You didn't have answers well, for we're gonna, We're going to put Brigitte Nielsen there. I'm going to click on that. We're going to say this is First Blood. I'm going to click on that and First Blood. Okay. So, number four, yeah. what was the name of Rocky's pet dog? Buckus! Oh, Buckus! Buckus. Uh. Which Stallone movie is this from? I'm going to show you there. We have a picture here, folks. I'm reaching over, grabbing the iPhone 10. Which Looking Stallone at the picture, yep. Oh, my goodness. That one is, oh, that could be either A or B. I'm going to say it's B. Okay. And, this, and B is the, the specialist. specialist. Okay, yes. I'm clicking on that. Okay. Number six, what was the name of the wrestler Rocky fought in Rocky Three? Thunderlips. All right. Are the, are the listeners at home beating me to the punch? We should have like a buzzer. I know. <clears throat> Which Stallone movie is this theme song from? Dun, dun, dun. I had a tiger. Dun, dun, dun. What movie is it from? Rocky Four. Four, you're saying. It's the eye of the tiger. It's the cream of the fight. Which, which Stallone movie did the character Freddie Hef, Freddy Heflin? Top Land, Driven, Get Carter, or Daylight? Well, you're asking me to remember names now, which I'm horrific at. I'm going to say Get Carter. Number nine. Which actor in The Expendables was a former UFC fighter? So Jet Li, Jason Statham, Randy Couture, or Dolph Lundgren? Randy Couture. Which Am a- I getting these right or are you going to give me? I, I said it. I don't even have the answers. I gotta look. Oh, we got we to hit, hit the word. So we'll reveal them at next episode yes. of which, Amish Baby Machine. Which actor did not make an appearance in The Expendables? Eric Roberts, Steve Austin, Dave Zayas or Jean-Claude Van Damme? Third one. In which Rocky movie does Apollo Creed die in? That would be in number... In which Rocky movie... Oh, man. You think I could rattle that one Apollo... off? I'll just give you... Just guess. Two, three, four... No, I, of course. No, I don't guess. I know this well, then stuff. Just I'm know a Rocky it. professional. I understand these movies. It, he dies by Clubber Lang. That would be number three. The character Booker is played by which one of the following actors in The Expendables 2? Arnold Schwarzenegger, Liam Hemsworth, Chuck Norris, or Randy Couture? Arnold Schwarzenegger. How much did Rocky Balboa weigh in at for the celebrity Was boxing he 196 match? 196 or 211? Or you don't have answers. Yeah, I, no, I do. I got choices. Okay. Two, 200, 202, 212, 222. I was going to say, well, he's, no, he's none of the above. I know. He's like a, I'm going to say 212 is what they okay. claimed, but he was like. What do you think about a buck 60? Yeah, I mean, he was about yeah, a buck 60. Yeah. Rocky Balboa's trainer, Mickey, dies in which Rocky movie? There's, uh, a, there's a lot of death in there. Yeah, there was. That would be Rocky f- 3. Okay. So, I mean, w- they killed off Adrian. Yep. They killed off Polly. I mean, they're all dead. Mickey's dead, right? Um, yeah, yes, Mi- yeah. but when they say they killed him off, what is your definition of killed him off? Because Adrian wasn't – she just didn't want to come back, so they just wrote her out of the yeah, script. Well, is that what you mean by killing no, her off was, or in she- the – Okay. Yeah, she just killed. I thought you meant in an episode that no. she takes a lead pipe to the head and dies. So, you know. Why don't they just kill Rocky then? Why? He's a star, man. I wish right. there's another Rocky coming too. I, I rest assured. Okay. In which movie did Stallone's character ask, "Why are you pushing me?" First Blood. You are right. Yeah. Second, the photo was from First Blood. There was like a First Blood uh, marathon like a week ago. I think we were talking about it on a podcast, and I go home and First Blood marathon. Which actress played Ingrid? In Cobra, Brigitte Nielsen, correct. What was the name of Rocky's pet dog? Butkus, correct. Which Stallone movie is this photo from? Assassins, you said the specialist. Eh, eh. What was the name of the wrestler Rocky fought in Rocky Three? Thunderlips. Was played by who? Hulk Hogan. Yes, very good. Which Stallone movie is the theme from? It is from Rocky Three. You said Rocky Four. <gasps> oh my gosh, I'm disappointed in myself. Yeah. What Stallone movie did the character of Freddy come from? It's Copland. Did you see Copland? Obviously, you didn't. I thought it was Nightmare on Elm Street. Copland is a great movie. It's about crooked cops and Stallone. I think he gained like forty pounds to get real yeah. fat in there. Do you remember, did you see the movie? Yeah, that was great long. movie. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah. I highly recommend. It. It's got Robert De Niro. Mm-hmm. Um, 
wonderful cop movie. So we are up to number nine. Which actor in The Expendables was UFC? Randy Couture, you got that right. Which actor did not make an appearance in The Expendables? Jean-Claude Van Damme. Really? And you said David. Yep. I thought he was the... Okay. He was in the uh, further one, not the original. Okay. In which Rocky movie does Apollo Creed die in? Two. Rock, Apollo Creed dies in Rocky... Two. Four. Four? Yeah, Dolph Lundgren killed him. Oh, that's right. I was thinking it was uh, um, Mr. T killed him. No, he oh. pitied him. He that's pitied, a good point. Yeah, he good pitied point. the fool, but he oh, I'm really disappointed because yeah. I consider myself to be... You know, there's people who are Bigfoot specialists. I, I thought it was a Stallone specialist. Yeah, because he didn't hate the man. He pitied him. <laughs> exactly. Okay. What are we at? Number 14? 14. No, nope. nope. I'm sorry. Well, I'm way off. I don't do the numbers. I don't do numbers or words. I don't do a lot of things. All right. What the character oh. Booker is played by in which of the following actors is in Expendables 2. You said Arnold Schwarzenegger. The correct answer is Chuck Norris. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. How much did Rocky Balboa weigh in for the charity boxing match in Rocky 3? 212, you said? Yes. 202. Oh, okay. You know what's weird is Rocky has a Spanish last name, Balboa. That's not an Italian name. No, it's a vowel at the end. Anytime there's a vowel at the end, it's Italian. It's not. No, Picasso is Spanish. So, actually, Balboa, it's also a powerful Spanish name from a Spanish town. So, we got to look into that. It's kind of like um, on Happy Days, yeah. Fonzie has a Jewish grandmother, Grandma Nussbaum, remember? Yeah. yeah. But he's supposed to be Italian. Right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Number 14, Rocky Trainers, Mickey... Uh, Rocky Balboa's trainer Mickey dies in which Rocky movie? Rocky three. Very good. Yes. What's my percentage? Did I get ninety. Uh, sixty-nine. Did you ever take those? Is that, was it? <laughs> uh, that's why I bought a sleep number bed. You know, so I could have sixty-nine in my bed. I don't anytime I wanted. But I'm bum ba bum ba da da. Manamana. Da 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 da. Manamana. Bum bum ba da 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 da. What's that song from originally? Is it from the Muppets? Very good, good guess. But it's originally a an Italian song from 1969. Casey Kasem, keep reaching for the stars. And then it was made famous on the Muppets. Keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. Do the kids know who Casey Kasem is? Oh, how could you not? He's Brilliant. Absolutely. Wonderful. Brilliant. Wonderful man. Now, I wanted to get into what we were talking about in bad times when mm-hmm. people are they're uneasy about the future. Right. Antifa, we got North Korea, all this mm-hmm. uneasiness. You enjoyed some movies. I did. I did. Yeah, we got, uh, I try to see one movie a week on the $5 Tuesday. One of the best values out there. Of course, they hammer you on the popcorn. $5 movie, but your popcorn's 20 you know, um, last week, uh, actually, I've seen so many, I kind of forgot which ones I've seen. But if I saw Snowman, that was, uh, or was it the Snowman Killer? I can't even remember. Snowman. The... Was it Snowman? Not okay. to be confused with the Falcon and the Snowman. Okay. Powerful 80s movie with Sean Penn. I don't like to give these detailed analyses. Well, you couldn't movies. if you wanted to. I mean, let's Thank get real. Because you. You know? <laughs> <laughs> your memory is shot. I thought Snowman was horrendous. Honest to God. Rotten Tomatoes. I think gave it like a two or something. Here's the deal, though. We talked about this before. Mm-hmm. I, d- I don't do the Rotten Tomatoes, the Metacritic, all this jazz. It's all just stuff. It's like the, what's his name that tried to predict the president's winning? Silver. He has that website. Yeah. I can't think of it at the top of my head. But they crunch numbers and mm-hmm. like, there's no way Trump's going to win. And Right. He's so, named the right presidencies over the last yeah, 40 exactly. years. Exactly. I think yeah. it's Nate Silver. Yeah. And it's it's bullshit. The numbers are bullshit. So those reviews, I don't even go by them. Go by, go by if it's you know if it looks cool. But even then, you know the trailers. Who knows? I don't disagree with what you're saying. I don't use Rotten Tomatoes to determine if I'm going to a movie. I use it when I'm done to see okay. if we're in agreement on. That's it. good. All right. And generally, we pretty much agree on uh, um, with each other. I mean, Rotten Tomatoes. I thought Snowman was terrible. Absolutely terrible. It tried to build up this murder mystery scene like it was. I thought it was really going to be something cool. It started out kind of cool. And there's this this snowman that's used all the time. There's a killing, you know, and it's kind of chilling. And you're like, ooh, this is getting good. You know why the snowman was smiling, don't you? Why? He heard the snowblower was coming. Ba-dum, ba-dum, right, ba-dum, go, 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 go. Um, boy, your humor. Um, when did we first tell that? When we were like in about third grade, we that was our big joke. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. 
Um, anyways, it's anywho's. the dad jokes are popular now. I don't know. I love bad jokes. No, dad jokes. I oh, dad jokes are popular? Yeah, bad dad jokes. Bad dad jokes? Okay. They're rad. Um, anyway, Snowman, not good. I, I, I would really... And there was a movie before that I didn't give a very high ranking to. What was it? Do you remember? Do we have to go back to past episodes to see? I, I clear the cash. Or is you it clear ca- the cash? Cache. Rock the cache. Rock the cache. Um... So Snowman, not good. Um, I would suggest, but go for yourself and see if you like it. But I, I would rank that probably of a buggy wheel. I'm going to give it a, a, a two. No, no, four is a great for buggy. I'm going to one. I'll go one on buggy wheel. Now, last week I saw, I wanted to see Jigsaw. On, we're going to see that on Halloween. We did not. I, I still will go see that. That would have been apropos. But we saw uh, Happy Death Day, which I thought was fantastic. Absolutely phenomenal. And it's about a, a a young sorority girl who lives the typical lifestyle as you'd imagine a sorority girl. Pretty, skinny, um, condescending attitude, only has to hang out with the popular girls and popular guys. And she's in college and she wakes up in a frat, or not, she wakes up in a dorm room. Is Ted McGinnis in this movie? Ted McGinnis is not. Oh my God. McGinnis or McGinley? Did I say Tim McGinnis? <laughs> McGinnis I've been, I've, been, I've been drinking a lot of Guinness lately. I've been having big, uh, giant pints of Guinness. I thought you knew everything. I mean, I do. I have to. But <laughs> I don't it, think it's. You do. No, it, it's kind of like how sexy I am. That's why I drive a minivan. It kind of <laughs> takes it down a notch. It's I handicap myself. <laughs> I have to laugh. I got too much swag. I want you to share the story too, with everybody. Too much swag. I- I still tell people the story to this day. Tell me if you remember. It was an incident that happened with you and another guy when you're cruising town in a station wagon. Do you remember you pulled up to a stoplight what the girl said to you? <laughs> you you boys going grocery shopping? <laughs> See, that I was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> yes. That's why I did it. <laughs> You're thinking you're the cat sales, just hey, my mom, let me borrow the wheels, man. And a station wagon, and you roll up. That had you're probably sucking your gut in at the same time. That had that had appropriate <laughs> imitation wood trim on it. <laughs> what were the name of those? The the, the oh, country see. the country squire. I don't know. All I know is back then you could throw thirty kids in and not worry about a seatbelt. Oh my god! <laughs> no. You could ride in the back of a pickup. You can. It's illegal, first of all. But we used to do that, too, to go to the Dairy Queen. Everybody hop in back. We're going there. We need to get lawn chairs back there. <laughs> what is it like now? Oh, the, kids can't, the kids can't even celebrate Halloween at their school. Oh, I know. It's horrific. It's ridiculous. I know. Look at They're texting me right now. <laughs> Pasty Adam is texting me. The... Oh, jeez. Oh, excuse uh, back me. To Thanks the, for laughing. Back to the powerful review of Happy, Happy Death, Death Day. Day. Yeah. So where was I, anywho? Anyway, um, she lives on a college campus, of course. She wakes up in a dorm room, and she obviously thinks, oh, crap, I slept with this guy, but she doesn't remember because she got so hammered. Well, she wakes up. She lives her day. Well, at the end of the day, she actually gets killed, and then she wakes up to what she experienced the day before. And She's like, wait a minute. This is exactly everything I did before. And she lives her – everything keeps repeating itself, keeps repeating itself. And she finally figures out over time that, you know what, the only way I can break this terrible repetition is by finding this killer who's wearing a mask, killing it. And that will end her repetition of waking up and repeating her day. And it was, it was a horror movie, but they added comedy to it, to it too, which was very, done very well. But it didn't take away from the horror aspect of the film. I thought it was very well done. I would really highly suggest Happy Death Day. I don't give a lot of fours, but I'm going four with Happy Death Day. Well, five buggy wheels is the ultimate. How can it be? You only have four wheels on a buggy. Just think about it. There's a spare. Don't despair. Just spare. There's spare wheels. You going grocery shopping? Conestoga. Isn't that cool, though? You You boys going grocery shopping? I don't know if that really happened, but it's funny. It's a great story. It did happen. It did happen. Were you there? No, you told me about it. I do. I did. I write good jokes. Oh, you're good. You're I funny. Do. I write good stuff. You're dang funny, young man. You funny. You funny. So, happy death day. All right, five buggy wheels it'll be. So it shall be written. So, so it shall it's be literally a perfect movie. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. And another one I really enjoyed, too, is Friend Request. I love going to these movies that you think, ah, this doesn't, 
I'm only seeing this because there's like nothing else that interests me. And they're like, wow, this is gripping. I love it. And ha Friend Request and Happy Death Day, two very, very good movies. I suggest seeing them. So um, that's my movie review for this week. Powerful review. Thank you very much. I know the flock of Amish enjoy your powerful reviews. You know what they're trying to bring back? Rebooting the Twilight Zone. Oh, I loved the Twilight Zone. Who's doing this? I heard nothing of this. The do a uh, dude from. Uh, um, they rebooted it already, though. I know. Key and Peele, the dude uh, did that the movie. Uh, what's the name of the movie? Now I'm having my aspartame moment. The horror movie where the kid, and they try to harvest his organs or whatever. Oh, sounds good. I don't remember what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you saw it. Um, oh, Get Out? Yeah, Get Out. Okay. Yeah, very good. That's cool that you just said a little bit. I'm, yeah, I'm just like, blah, blah, and you're like, oh, Get Out. I'm like, how did you figure that out? Yeah, the guy from Get Out. The black dude? Uh, yeah, but there's two of them. There's Key and Peel, and I forget which is which. Okay. They do the, the comedy duel, you know, Key and Peel. They are, one of the dudes is going to reboot Twilight Zone. I don't know, man, if you could recreate the Twilight Zone. It's been recreated already. Now, the Twilight Zone, Rod Serling. Yes. He wrote basically 90 or whatever, a large amount of Is them. there any episode right now quickly that comes to mind if you think Twilight Zone? Yes. Which um, one? Well, if we, we think about Mickey from Rocky. Oh, I know exactly what you're going to say. Yeah. So this poor schlep, you know, works his works in a bank, right? And he's – or in a book – book book. I think he works in a book uh, suppository. <laughs> <laughs> a book depository? He works – yeah. Is, is that it, where JFK was shot from? He, he, was, <laughs> he was shot in the, with a suppository. Oh, that's funny too, the JFK stuff. A lot of stuff came out on that. We need to talk about that. But anyway, I, he works – does he work in a bank and he likes to read books? Correct. So his whole goal in life, he's just a bookworm. He's got the thick Coke bottle glasses on. He's in the in the vault, and there's a nuclear attack. Everyone's dead. He has all the time in the world to read the books, and then he breaks his glasses. Yes. I mean, the thing with the Twilight Zone is the poor the the little guy never got a break, did they? No. They always something happened to him. No. Just how many uh, movie stars got their careers or started their careers huge huge i mean yeah. there's so many of them that go on and on like the it was uh, kind of like the love boat of its time remember oh my god <laughs> what a great show actually love no boat. the love boat is kind of actually the twilight zone is where they started and the love boat is where they finished yeah you're right <laughs> they're kind of washed up like there is uh i love the, that point you're doing to me right it's now. yeah i know we need to be on video for this powerful pointing what are some of the ones you th remember like there's one called the occurrence at owl creek bridge this poor guy was being hung and it's just about ready to be hung, and then the rope snapped, and he falls in the river, and then he swims and makes like a total getaway, and then all of a sudden, crack! And then he's just swinging from the rope. It was just a daydream he had right before he was hung. So it it looked like the rope broke, and he swam, and he got to freedom, but he really didn't. He was just kind of daydreaming right before. The, and then what right, happens? What what happens? He's hanging on the. He's hanging. But but what what about it? Was the daydreaming? He was ready to be. Yeah, I get executed. That. I get that. So the rope breaks. Yes. He falls in the river and swims and makes a getaway. And all of a sudden, you hear this crack. So the getaway was 20 minutes of it. And then all of a sudden, they bring you back to the crack. Yeah. And okay. it was just him daydreaming okay. that he escaped. But he really I, I love the one where the aliens come down to, to Earth. And they have this manual that the United States... It's a cookbook. Yeah. Well, you're ruining, you just ruined it. I ruined it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, uh, the, the aliens... Um, bring peace to the earth. There's no more feast. There's no more famine anymore. There's no more wars anymore. Everybody's feeling good about themselves. And they're also, these aliens are offering free trips back to their world so you can experience what it's like to see where they live. And humans are just happy and excited to do this. They're lining up in droves to hop on the spaceship. However, there are some people still with nothing to do. There's the, the mil U.S. military has nothing to do anymore, but they're trying to decipher the code of this book that these aliens brought back with them to Earth. And they're racking their brains out on this thing. And finally, one of the guys who's working on decoding the book says, you know what? I think everything's okay. I'm gone. And he's like, I don't know, Mike, if you should. He's like, no, I'm going. So he gets in line. He's ready to board the the uh, um, spaceship heading back to uh, this alien nation. And all of a sudden, his buddy, who was deciphering the code, does decipher. And he's running to him, Mike, Mike. He's like, what, what? He, he, they can't hear each other. I know I deciphered what it is, what it is, what the book is. And he's like, what? I can't hear. And he's being escorted up onto the thing. And it's a cookbook, you know. And Do you remember the name of the book? 
Um, to serve, to serve man. mankind, <laughs> to serve, yeah, to serve. Like it's funny because oh, they're helping us. Look, they're serving. Exactly. Oh, they serve us as a a meal. Yeah. No, that was that was one of my faves. You know, if they did, and the, those stories were so intelligently written, and they, they, they had, were, and they had great plot twists. And do you think today the kids today could actually sit through and pay attention to a show like that? Well, or, I mean, or would it have to be all CGI and have to have blue hair and everything or well there's different tastes i think back then um that touched us because that was kind of our era even though it was the 50s to me the 50s ran through the mid 70s kids today watch the cw riverdale extremely popular right now that's an hour program but it's based on the things that they like to do i mean it's high school kids hanging out having fun um this girl dates this guy this guy dates that girl this date girl dates this girl this guy dates that guy that's what's happening in these movies uh so, and I said Riverdale's an hour program of which a lot of people enjoy and do. Yeah, they have the attention span if they want to, if they want to. But the beauty, how they watch it though now is on demand. They're not snuggling in front of the TV at 7 p.m. on a Wednesday because that's the only time you can see it, you know, and then you watch the reruns all summer. No, they watch it on demand now. So that's probably the biggest difference as we can watch past. The- how would that affect what does that have to do with the show? How you watch it? Well, you're saying, do they have the attention span for it? No, to sit through a, a show and pay attention and not have, you know, be, be dazzled by things. I think if it's intelligently written, directed, it'll be cool. Your, you were, your original question was, could the millennials watch a program like Twilight Zone or any program and have the attention span to do so? And I'm answering yes, because Riverdale is an hour-long program, and my daughters watch that every week. So they have the attention span to do it. But if they don't have the attention span, they can stop it and watch it again because it's on demand. Oh, you're saying actually watch, stop the episode. Come back to oh, it if they okay, want. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Yes. I don't think, I don't think they, could, they could recreate that. I mean, the whole one of the main things was the black and white there. Yeah, or, correct. So it had that feeling, too. They had a lot of great shows like that, that I, there was Outer Limits. Yeah, which was a spinoff, basically the same thing. Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, I lot- never got into that stuff at all, the Alfred Hitchcock A little stuff. too slow moving for you? Well, the, the, obviously Psycho being his best. I really enjoyed that. But I'm talking about the TV show, though. He had an Alfred, oh. H- Alfred Hitchcock Presents. Okay. How about Horror Incorporated? We, always, we talked about that about a year ago. Yeah, that's a little different though. That was just that was just a campy local. Like they have Sven Gulli. They still have a Mr. guy doing Paul that. Paul Um. Yeah. So. So I, I did you see the the '80s movie, the Twilight Zone movie? It had a it had a cool because it had a bunch of different little stories within stories. Dan Aykroyd was in there a little cameo. They had this little kid that could go into like cartoon lands. They had. Going back to William Shatner on the original Twilight Zone, do you remember when he was flying on the plane? Yeah, and there, the aliens on the wing. Yeah, the the gremlin was on the wing. Yeah. There's something on the plane. Yes. So they redid that with John Lithgow in the movie. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Um, I did see that, but that is really pulling from my memory bank. I have a very, very limited memory bank. They had the one where the poor guy actually died, the actor making the movie. He got decapitated by the helicopter. Oh, my goodness, yes. He was he was like a racist guy, and he was just spouting off and everything, and he was just... As the actor, or he really was? The real actor got killed. He, okay. So in the show, though, he was this racist kind of guy, and he was complaining about everything. His life was you know, going down the shitter, and he was blaming everyone except himself. So then he was plunged into different worlds, like he was plunged into Nazi Germany and plunged into Vietnam. Okay. That was a great. That reminded me of um, The Quantum Leap with Scott Bakula. Speaking of plunged, did you like that program? No. Did you ever watch that program? Yeah, I did watch. You know, it's so weird back then. You just watch shows. Like now, if you watch the show, would you even would you keep watching if you didn't like it? Like then, I don't know if it was like on because it was like a babysitter, but the TV was always on, right? So you were just kind of watching. Well, it. I mean, we the viewer habits are. Di- I mean, we talked cord cutting is happening throughout this land because millennials are not watching cable TV, and even me, I watch about four stations of the two hundred I actually have. Okay, ESPN, uh, Fox Sports North, and um, uh, History Channel, maybe one other. But there is, you go to regular television, 
you know, the big three, NBC, ABC, CBS. It's like, we t- it's cop shows. It's hospital shows. However, I will tell you a program you should check out, I think is done very well. It's called The Good Doctor. Have you heard about this? I have. It's about a kid who has autism who actually graduates from medical school and is a very brilliant doctor, but extremely has is socially awkward. And it's a very well-written program. This is the first year it's been on, and I, this thing's going to win awards, I can tell. I'll never watch your award program to find out because I don't watch award programs, but The Good Doctor right now holds my attention span. But in terms of, it's either Dancing with the Stars or a cop show or it's just, there's nothing on regular television anymore. And they wonder why the ratings are down. It's like, give us some substance for, for, for having So seen. ESPN is not too political for you? Well, when I'm usually watching ESPN, it's usually because there's an actual game on. I don't turn to ESPN for sports news. I am not like a sports junkie that needs to know 24-7 what a ball player from 30 other teams is doing. I don't care. Tell me what my ball players are doing in my local immediate area. I want to hear about that. So, no, that I, I haven't heard all the stuff that uh, – the anchors are talking about in terms of I'm sure they're talking about the kneeling and everything else. So I wanted to talk about something very important that I read in the news here. I have on my powerful notes. Let's hear it. Cuddle parties. Cuddle party? Yeah. Where you just go over and you cuddle with people. Do you want to try? It's not well we're yeah, we're gonna do it later. But off air we can Yeah, do we'll this? do it later. Yep. Okay. okay. But it's it's non sexual. You just go and and you ask people, Can we cuddle? And you just everyone gets together and cuddles under blankets. You know, there is I was looking at the top ten oddest jobs that that are out there and one of them was listed as a cuddle professional therapist or something like that where people actually call you into their lives because it has something to do with when they were babies or moms and dads never touched them so they need that touch so people come and literally cuddle like you're talking about i didn't know about a cuddle party yeah, this is actually it, a professional therapy that's going on. Yeah, this is a party. It's you know, it's not like a swingers party, but it's actually a cuddle party. It's all platonic. Yeah, do they hand out like uh, phone books and stuff for the laps or not? Boy, that's a Catholic schoolgirl thing. Yeah. There. Do they still have the phone books or not? There I is miss- no the the phone book is Google. Google's everything. What do you miss? I miss ashtrays. No, I, I miss dial tones. Dial tones are cool. Yeah. What else do you miss? Boy, you're taking me back. Um, I miss. Do you remember Jamline? Well, by looking at you, you don't miss any meals. Okay, now go ahead. What? Do you remember Jamline? Jamline. Do you remember what that was? Yes, we had different party lines. Jamline was every, you always try to pick up chicks, but there was a busy signal. What's your number? You know, you're trying to talk to them. Then 1-900 numbers. The 1-900 numbers, is that, was that the, what was that again? That was paid paid numbers to, to talk to the ladies. Oh, uh, yeah. 1976. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the uh, internet's just 1976 evil. That's just, the internet's just took completely over everything possible. AOL chat rooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I missed that so much. We were talking about, um, before earlier about the last episode, the Kennedy papers were released. Mm-hmm. And one thing that no one's really talking about, some people are now, but they, they said they think Hitler was alive in South America. And there was a guy that had a picture taken with him. Because, you know, they all bailed after World War II. The, the Russians were coming. Scattered. The, the theory is they, they hopped on some submarines and ended up in South America. Isn't that crazy, though? Well, I mean, it's always there's, a, there's always that conspiracy or that, that plot that somebody who's dead is alive. No, but they had um they Klaus Barbie and there was Nazis captured in South America. It's no, not, I don't disagree with yeah. that, but whether or not Hitler was there, I don't Why buy wouldn't that. you though? Why would those guys bail? They saw the Russians were coming, they knew they were coming. It wasn't like they just showed up. They were uh taking territory, moving, moving, moving. So why would he just wait to the bitter end? Why would Hitler wait till the bitter yeah. end? I just think the thought of being captured just scared him more than absolutely committing the suicide. I mean, even if you run to South America, there's no guarantee, A, you're going to get there, or B, you're not going to be found when you're there. Yeah, but you naturally run. It's a reaction to run. You don't just sit there. So the theory is that him and, and his boys went there. That's I've never heard that theory before. Yeah. Well, that's what I said. It just came out in the paper is that they sent the CIA to, over okay, there. Okay, where is he now? I mean, why would we not have heard, seen anything of, you know, what would happen to him? Let's Let's... Let's pretend he's alive. We do find him. I don't know. Number one, how old would he be? 
But what do you think would happen if we uncovered in South America today Adolf Hitler was found and he was alive? Well, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, it's amazing. You're saying he possibly could be is what you're telling me. No, not anymore. I mean, he'd be, okay. too, he'd be too old. But Well, how old would he be? I mean, he was only like in his 30s or 40s, wasn't he? When he... What year was he born? Well, he was in World War One as 20. Yes, he fought in World War One. Yeah, he fought. would not be alive. Trust, okay. trust me. Okay, let's say it's the 80s and they do find it. Oh, man. We should make a movie about that. Like, But it, it from... just, I mean, even the Kennedy papers, it, you know, they show that he got hit in the throat. Mm-hmm. There was multiple shooters, you know. But it's just kind of, everyone's just kind of glossing over everything. Isn't well, you would be an expert because you were at the Grassy Knoll. Personally. I was at the Grassy Knoll. Do you have any, do you have any uh, thoughts on that? I mean, you were there. Does this, uh, what'd you think? I mean, when you were stood there, did your hair on your head, well, I'm sorry, not your hair on your head. You don't have any. Did I have. the hair ha- on your nose stand up? The hair up? on my back. Yeah. The hair on your back stand up straight? Did you get a surreal feeling? What, what goes through your no. one's mind when the Grassy Knoll? No, I didn't. You didn't? No, I did not. What did you feel? Why did you go there? Just because that was the thing to do or what? I was there. You were there? Do they mark that with anything? I asked you this before and I forgot what you said. When you're on the grassy knoll, how do you know you are the grassy knoll? Yes, there is plaques. There is placards. Yeah. Okay. Is it plaques or placards? Depends. One is plaques. Because your teeth looks like you got a little from here. I can Ten see is some, placard. I can see some plaque. Are you jealous of me? No. You always take shots at me. I think no, you're I, jealous. No, I... Is, is it, it my square jawline, broad shoulders, and boyish good looks that bothers you? <laughs> I like how you always have that all ready to go. <laughs> what do you mean? I just speak the truth. The truth. Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Just downloaded it last night. Mm-hmm. The new Call of Duty, World War II. Mm-hmm. Powerful Hitler reference there. Oh, mm-hmm. We just did the powerful segue. Mm-hmm. So Call of Duty, I've played most of them. Started Call of Duty, Call of Duty 2, 3, went all the way up to now. Went to Modern Warfare, then went to Infinite and Space stuff. And everyone wanted it brought back. So now it's back to World War II. Played a little bit, so I can't give you my opinion. Like Battlefield, when I first played Battlefield, I was complaining about it, and then I kind of got into it when you unlock better weapons. Excuse me. Sorry about that. I'm listening intently here. So you saw, what did you, the little bit you saw, what did you think of it? Well, I thought it was very similar to Battlefield. I mean, the battles, I mean, how do you change a Battlefield from World War One to World War Two? Other than the tanks, obviously, are going to look a little bit different. The weapons are going to look a little bit different. But it brought, I thought, the first thing I thought of was, was Battlefield. Um, it didn't really move me in any fashion because. But you've, but you've never, you're not a gamer. I am not a gamer, yeah. but so I have you, played games and enjoy Battlefield. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know enough about it really to, other than my, my experience with it was for what, two minutes? That's what I said, just a little bit you saw. Yeah, I felt like it was uh, just Battlefield recreated with newer weaponry. Um, See, on, but in Call of Duty, the maps are smaller and the action's faster. The character, you know, they're bigger on the screen. And you have to run, I mean, you have to run in real time on Battlefield to get to the other end of the map. And this one, they're so small, you just run around. Mm-hmm. So it's a I don't fa- know if I so like that. I, it's I, a faster-paced game. Do you like that, the smaller map or not? You know, I actually like both. The smaller map is great for just getting in there and getting the action, run and gun. Mm-hmm. And then the bigger maps, there's more strategy and more. you can do sniping. Mm-hmm. So my first impression on the maps on these were, I wasn't a, I'm not a big fan of the maps. They don't have a lot of character to me. Like in the original Call of Duty 2, they had the cities and it, I got a better vibe in that one, but we'll see. I, I literally just started playing it, so. How long did it take you to download it? Oh, it's a massive. Yeah, but how long do you think it took? Oh, I don't. I, I turned it on and came back. Because we have a pretty. Uh, hours, days? Hours, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a huge file, though. Yeah, because when I downloaded Battlefield, it took me like days to get that thing fully 100 percent down yeah the thing with the speeds is too that you'd notice that it goes up and down up and down yeah hard to improve on the graphics of battlefield though isn't it battlefield graphics are cool i mean yeah. they're they're great so that we'll see on this what i liked i like to get on and, and play with the with the homies i'll play with the friends right so i don't play the campaign as much as i didn't even play the campaign i just jumped right into online right yeah you know, I have a tragedy, a catastrophe, not a tragedy, a catastrophe in my house. I can't get my Xbox working. I was going to jump on and go back to the world of Xbox, and I can't right now. The red ring of death. Yeah. Get the monster 
energy drink on and I'll walk you through it. Ding dongs and back on. And I, I could I, I I don't know if I told you or who I was talking about that when I started playing I, I pulled up that Call of Duty when they remastered the Call of Duty Modern Warfare. And when I was playing it, I could taste the energy drink. That's what you that saying. I had like whatever, yeah, how many, 10 years ago or whatever it was. Yeah. Isn't it amazing? Yeah. What's the reviews out on this game so far? What have you heard from the gamers in the know? Well, the little bit I saw was uh, in progress, they call it, because it, a lot of them had the, they played their uh, kind of a release that the company gave them, Activision, mm-hmm. and they didn't play the online play. So there's the campaign game where, you, you know, you play against the gold, you know, whatever the game is. And then there's the online where you're playing against people. So a lot of people are doing the review as in progress because they didn't actually play the online play, which is two different things. So we don't have any reviews as of this point is what you're telling me, other than the powerful podcast. Here, they, yeah, they had reviews. Initial. They called them, like I said, in progress okay. where they reviewed okay. the, the campaign, but they didn't review the actual gameplay. Of Okay. Well, I guess we have to go with what you're saying so far. Like or dislike? You know, I like to nitpick like the weapons. You know, you're dealing with World War II weapons, so the weapons are not going to be as... The machine guns are going to be slower, a lot of them. You're going to have iron sights. You're not going to have optics on them. But it looks like in this one they kind of tweaked it and they kind of put optics on that weren't there. It's it's not 100% accurate. Like, Battlefield would be way more accurate. Mm-hmm. But it's. I mean, I, I'm going to give it a shot. It looks like fun. And I just, you know, you're running and gunning, so... How many hours do we have invested in this so far to this point? Game time. Me? Right? Yeah. Oh, an hour? Okay. I literally just... Had the whole thing downloaded, then I started playing it. How long do you think a person has to be in a game before they can really get a sense for it? How long do you think it'll take you? Continuous hours, you know. How many hours of gaming do you think it takes to feel comfortable? I don't it? know. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. Because you're a new gamer. I'm a new, well, it's, I'm still not comfortable with Battlefield, and I've been playing that now for, well, I stopped in the summer months, but people laugh at me it took me like a month to get my first kill i was just i'm just i don't have the i'm not my my hand my hand eye coordination is not as good as i thought it was for for that i mean i can stick handle the hockey stick with precision but or you, or can you i can yeah we well, have to see video <laughs> well we'll show you a video of my precision you know yeah we'll see can you do the trick where you know uh, Wayne Gretzky, where they kick it up and whack oh, it absolutely oh, absolutely not, not. <laughs> i'll just wait for that <laughs> No, no, that's that's a whole different level there. But uh, I I marvel at the fact, that, and, and some it's how I freeze up to. I get scared. I see the enemy right in front of me, and I just like the bumbling sheriff from uh, Andy Williams. I can't shoot the the guy, and I and then they turn around, and they see me, and blah 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 blah. You're like, dang it! Why didn't I just pull the trigger? And then you got guys that come up behind you and they just stab you. That just seems like the person that's doing that is really kind of a disturbed individual if that's the way they want to kill you and the way it sounds you know it's just it's horrific <laughs> i want to meet that man in person and play him in a different game you know checks hockey or something but i did play a uh, splat ball with pasty adam by the way okay pasty adam a powerful uh he was the original google boy yes and he gives us photos on instagram yes. i was playing splat ball with him indoors i tripped and fell put my hands up and he kept shooting at me he's evil Oh my God. Just shooting my, my bare, poor, look at these beautiful hands. He was shooting your hands? He just shooting me, yes. He's evil. Shooting you or your hands? What? Everything. I had my hands up. What was the reason? He's just evil. I don't know. Boy, the evil that lurks yes. in some people. Yes. Or did you, or did you bullied him in the past and his well, anger I, was coming yeah, out? It, you know? There's no more bullying. Or was he drunk from all those beers? That, that was that my he, theory on the why there's, why there's so many nerds and geeks, because there's no more bullies anymore. And it kind of, they, the bullies wouldn't actually, you know, there's a, the predator and the prey kind of thing. Yeah. They, so they suppressed it. So there's an unnatural rise of nerds and geeks. I never thought about yeah, that. Yeah, because, you know, you, know you, you need to thin the herd. You know? Right. Yeah, that's a great analogy because we can't bully anybody anymore. We can't. But we, I can bully you. You can. In this safe space. In this safe space. Johnny Rage, did you have a good time tonight? I had a happy podcasting day today. yes every day is a happy happy hoppy have a happy hoppy because i'm happy come along if you feel like a room without a roof kids we enjoy that you enjoy the show please tell a friend about the amish baby machine podcast the most powerful podcast ever created and until next time you've just enjoyed 
the Amish Baby Machine Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Amish Baby Machine Podcast. The Amish Baby Machine Podcast is available on iTunes and on the Stitcher radio app available for iPhone, iPad, Android, and Kindle Fire. Please follow us on Twitter at Amish B Machine and visit our webpage www.amishbabymachine.com. Thank you for listening. This has been an Amish Baby Machine production, all rights reserved. <laughs>